This podcast was first broadcast on Mix 92.6. Go to mix926.com to find more Environment Matters podcasts. And if you enjoy what we do, to find out how you can support the station, which is run entirely by volunteers. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome to Environment Matters with me, Amanda Yorworth. Environment Matters is the show that brings you news on issues of sustainability in the environment from around Hertfordshire and from further afield. Now, Hertfordshire County Council, along with St Albans District Council, have been busy putting together the snappily named St Albans Local Cycling and Walking Infrastructure Plan. And now they want to know what you think about it. I know, I know what you're thinking. Another consultation with a long, boring name. What even is a local cycling and walking infrastructure plan? Well, Councillor Phil Bibby, Executive Member for Highways and Transport at Hertfordshire County Council. Can you help us out, please? If I can give you another acronym, our local transport plan um, for Hertfordshire County Council actually sets out our priorities for people traveling around the hierarchy has changed completely over over the last many years where we give priority to walking and cycling over and above the car and buses etc local cycling walking infrastructure plans are basically designed to identify in each district what we can do to actually improve journeys for walkers and cyclists and where these routes can be put in how we can improve the infrastructure locally to make it easier and encourage more walking and cycling so who exactly is it who makes the local cycling and walking infrastructure plan do hearts county council do this alone and what's the process that they use well, it's the Hertfordshire County Council actually leads on these, uh, but we need obviously full cooperation from districts and, and it's something they want to do as well. So we do work in partnership. Officers get together and have very detailed meetings and surveys to actually come up with what can be done locally. So, yes, it's the Hertfordshire County Council in close partnership with district councils. Now, I've taken a look at the St Albans LC WIP and the prioritised costed list of infrastructure improvements. And the cost of all these improvements comes to millions and millions of pounds. So I wasn't sure whether this is a list of what Hertfordshire County Council would like to do if money becomes available at some point. Or is this a list of what it will do and it'll find funding for it? it's what Hertfordshire County Council and the districts would like to do. Unfortunately, uh, as you've um, implied, funding is not unlimited. So really, it's a wish list, which puts us in good stead if there's ever any government uh, funding or funding from anywhere else. And the thing is, if you don't have these plans in place and the government or the Department for Transport invites you to bid for funding to improve the infrastructure, you haven't got a chance of getting that funding. So we need is in place to actually support any funding requests. And also, when there are local developments, especially the big developments, we can actually negotiate with builders S106 agreements where they can actually contribute to improving the infrastructure, which might be made more necessary because of their development, i.e. more people walking and cycling. So if we can say to them, look, it's in our plan, what you're doing fits that quite neatly. So therefore, we would like some money from you, please, to help us actually develop this infrastructure. So the plan covers the next 10 years. Would you hope to get through all of these cycling and walking infrastructure improvements in the next 10 years? 
we would hope but i would say realistically there's no way we can get everything we wanted to have done in 10 years bear in mind that there's 10 districts in the county all have their lc whips all wanting major interventions on their infrastructure so actually getting all those funded within 10 years i would think is probably a bit too ambitious but we have to have it there and we do try and we pick off the priority issues first Now, you're asking for our views on the St Albans local cycling and walking infrastructure plan. Can what we say, what we feedback, really make any difference? And what's it valuable for you to hear about? Well, bearing in mind that we do talk to cycling groups, etc., to get their inputs, but they can also have a chance to input more formally in the consultation process. We and our officers in both county and districts don't have all the answers and we don't see everything. And obviously, if someone comes up with a bright idea, we're quite amenable to actually uh, tweaking documents to actually incorporate uh, good ideas that come forward. So, yes, people can have their say. And also, it gauges whether the residents, and it's all, all about them at the end of the day, whether they actually buy into what we're trying to do. Indeed. Thank you, Councillor Bibby, for telling us about that. I was talking there to Councillor Phil Bibby, Executive Member for Highways and Transport at Hertfordshire County Council. Now, as Councillor Bibby said, there are nine LC whips for Hertfordshire. If you're in Watford or Stevenage, then your plan is done and dusted. If you're in Wellin, Hatfield or North Hearts, well, your plan's been recently consulted on and is nearly ready for you. In St Albans District, as I said, it's out for consultation and elsewhere around Hertfordshire, your plan is under development. So do look out for an opportunity to have your say in the future. Now, I've taken a look at the consultation and the accompanying documents for St Albans District, LC WIP, which you can easily find online by searching for LC WIP St Albans. You'll find links on both the Hertfordshire County Council and St Albans District Council's websites, or I'll put a link in the notes that accompany the podcast of this show and that you'll find on the podcast page of Mix926.com. Now, the local cycling and walking infrastructure plans last for 10 years. So getting this right is really quite important if we're going to make the change from cars to active forms of transport that climate scientists, health professionals and transport policymakers say that we really need. So as Councillor Bibby says, it's important that we all respond to the consultation and feed in our knowledge, our experiences and our views at this stage. Well, that's all very well, but I don't know about you. I find it really quite difficult to respond to these things. I don't have a lot of time to respond to the whole thing. So what should I focus on? Well, as far as I'm concerned, I suppose anything that makes it safer for vulnerable road users is good. But, well, I mean, how could it be better? Well, who better to ask than chair of St Albans cycle campaign, Nick Clark? Nick, thank you for taking the time to join me today. So... You must have been waiting for this local cycling and walking infrastructure plan with bated breath. What did you think when you first saw it? At last. I've been involved for more than two years and it's appeared in various guises. There have been various discussions and then it goes quiet for months and months. And then here it is. But the immediate follow on thought was disappointment. Because it's very complex. There is so much of it. It's a 100-page report with, I think it's a 100 pages of appendices, plus all the maps. So it's pretty daunting. 
as you say, it's a big document, but there are some maps that we can look at which help us with where improvements are suggested. And if you look at the map, there's lots that's suggested. Now, Councillor Bibby has explained that these are all subject to funding, but there is quite a lot on the map. There's quite a lot that's potentially there to improve walking and cycling around the district. Do you welcome that? Yes, basically. Separated cycleways, improved junctions. There are all sorts of small detailed improvements suggested along various routes and they will make St Albans and Harpenden and the surrounding villages a better place, easier to travel about more safely without using cars. But having said that, the schemes that are proposed in this plan, the estimated cost is £109 million. What are the chances of anything like that sum actually being spent? It's great to have a plan, but there are no criteria for what the absolute essentials are and how it's going to be assessed as to whether the plan is working. So, obviously, those are the things that are included. What things would you have liked to have seen that's not included in the plan? Well, there's a couple of things that St Albans Cycle Campaign was surprised not to see included. Twenties Plenty is a a campaign across the country to have speed limits 20 miles an hour on all residential streets and all town and village centres. And more and more councils and areas are adopting this. Edinburgh, the whole of Wales, lots of London boroughs. This is a far simpler way of reducing traffic speeds, which means that people feel safer cycling rather than spending on lots of infrastructure. And yet, Such a scheme is not even on the cards for St Albans. This seems a missed opportunity. The other scheme that we're also surprised not to see are low traffic neighbourhoods. Parts County Council developed a proposal for Fleetville in St Albans, but after consultation they've pulled back on that. Now again, we think there are huge benefits in terms of the local environment of of low traffic neighbourhoods. Not only do they help people cycling and walking, but they make for a much safer, pleasanter street environment, easier for children to walk to school, play out. So again, it's disappointing not to see that even considered as an option. So it sounds like you're a little underwhelmed by this document. What's your fear if this is what's on offer for people walking and cycling around St Albans District over the next 10 years? Well, I suppose it's not so much that the plan is underwhelming. It's more, what are the chances of more than a tiny fraction of this getting implemented? It's worth mentioning there are other ways of improving towns which don't involve heavy engineering but can make places much nicer to be in. So taking away unnecessary street furniture, replacing car parking spaces with bike hangers, shortening the waiting times at pedestrian crossings in favour of pedestrians, more seating so elderly or less mobile people feel they can go out and if they can't get to the shop and back again, they can at least sit down somewhere to gather their breath again. So it doesn't need to be serious engineering, but it needs sensitive local input as to what could make life pleasanter and not so dominated by the car. Indeed. Now, as you've said, the Elsie Whip is actually quite a big, complicated document. The consultation does try and make it a bit easier for us, but can you help us with how to respond? Perhaps if we've just got a few minutes to start off with. So when you go to the documents, there is a full report 
not all of which are riveting reading, they're more background information, although some of them are important because they list the key schemes that are being proposed and the costs that are estimated. The maps that you can click onto, there are separate ones for St Albans, Harpenden and the outlying villages. If you work away at your area that you know, you will see um, what's being suggested and you can then either email your comments or there is a, a questionnaire that you can answer. Okay, so if we just got a, a few moments, then you suggest we sort of just look at our very close locality and look at the improvements suggested there and, and make a comment. And if we've got a little more time, do you have any suggestions? If you look at not only your immediate locality, but where do your children go to school? Or where do you visit your friend in Harpenden? How would you get there if you could cycle? Or you know, envisage what you might do on foot or on bike that you don't do at the moment because it seems too dangerous or there's too much traffic. Try and envisage what life could be like if there were easier routes, pleasanter routes for cycling and walking. There's a bit of inspiration to get us going there, Nick. Thank you very much indeed for joining me today. Thank you very much, Amanda. I was talking there to Nick Clark of St Albans Cycle Campaign. As Nick says, whilst the whole local cycling and walking infrastructure plan is huge, unless you're short of bedtime reading, just head to the map of your local area and see if what Harts County Council thinks would make it easier for you to make journeys on foot or by bike is what you think would help. There's some really helpful at-a-glance pages in the consultation website which show you what's planned in one particular area, something like Beach Road and Marshalls Drive, for example. And then it lets you comment on those particular proposals. If you're short of time, I reckon you could give a valuable response inside 10 minutes, so it really doesn't take long. But do have your say, as you're not going to get another chance for the next 10 years. Now, I'd love to hear from you. What one thing could Harts County Council do to encourage you to make more journeys on foot or on a bicycle? And if you already walk or cycle, what would make your journey more pleasant? Or which things already make your journey a pleasure? For me, well, I'd like shorter waits at pedestrian crossings, please. You can get in touch via email. I'm on amanda.yoworth at mix926.com or look for Environment Matters on Mix92.6 on Twitter and Facebook. Now, the St. Albans and District LC Whip consultation closes on the 20th of March and Nick Clark told me that before then, St. Albans Cycle Campaign are planning a meeting to discuss the plan. It's going to be a public meeting, but they've not as yet set a date. So do keep an eye on their Facebook page or website, and I'll also let you know the details when I have them. Now, whether you're someone who cycles or someone who just like to cycle, there's lots of local events for you. Five Miles to Fabulous, the women-only cycle group that provides a supportive environment for women to gain confidence cycling, have their first ride of the new season planned for International Women's Day on Saturday, the 4th of March, starting at 9.30 from Morrison's on Hatfield Road in St Albans. Ride leaders Rona and Teresa ask that you email rona.fabulous.org 
5MTF, as in 5 miles to fabulous. So that's rona.5ntf at gmail.com if you're hoping to join them. And you are very welcome. There'll be a five mile ride and another ride that's a little bit further. And the plan is to finish both rides at the Cotton Mill Community and Cycling Centre Open Day. So that's Saturday, 9.30. Or perhaps it's not being able to fix your bike, either so that it's fit to ride or in case something goes wrong whilst you're out and about that's stopping you from getting on two wheels. Well, there's lots of opportunities to get the skills you need at the St Albans Cycle Hub down at Cotton Mill. They've got beginner's maintenance courses and more advanced courses on things like gears. Do take a look at the course dates and book your place at stalbanscyclehub.co.uk. And also on their website, you'll find details of a great scheme that the Hub has for Friday evenings. It's called Friday Night Project and it's for young people in school years 7 to 13. It runs from 6 to 8 each Friday evening during term time. And there's loads of activities on offer, including borrowing a mountain bike to give the pump track a go. And not only that, but Hearts County Council youth workers are on hand to offer support and advice on all sorts of things, relationships, substance abuse etc now the sessions are free and everyone in that age group is very welcome i'll be with you at the same time next week but until then thank you for listening